The Prince by Niccolo Machiavelli. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter 4 Why the Kingdom of Darius, conquered by Alexander, did not rebel against the successors of Alexander at his death. Considering the difficulties which men have to hold in newly acquired state, some might wonder how, seeing that Alexander the Great became the master of Asia in a few years, and died whilst it was yet scarcely settled, whence it might appear reasonable that the whole empire would have rebelled. Nevertheless, his successors maintained themselves, and had to meet no other difficulty than which arose among themselves from their own ambitions. I answer that the principalities of which one has record are found to be governed in two different ways either by a prince with a body of servants who assist him to govern the kingdom as ministers by his favour and permission, or by a prince and barons who hold that dignitary by antiquity of blood and not by the grace of the prince. Such barons have states and their own subjects, who recognise them as lords and hold them in natural affection. Those states that are governed by a prince and his servants hold their prince in more consideration because in all the country there is not one who is recognized as superior to him, and if they yield obedience to another, they do it as to a minister and official, and they do not bear him any particular affection. The examples of these two governments in our time are the Turk and the King of France. The entire monarchy of the Turk is governed by one lord, the other are his servants and dividing his kingdom into sanjaks, he sends their different administrators, and shifts and changes them as he chooses. But the king of France is placed in the midst of an ancient body of lords, acknowledged by their own subjects, and beloved by them. They have their own prerogatives, nor can the king take these away except at his peril. Therefore, he who considers both of these states will recognize great difficulties in seizing the city of the Turk but, once it is conquered, great ease in holding it. The cause of these the difficulties in seizing a, the kingdom of the Turk are that the usurper cannot be called in by the princes of the kingdom, nor can he hope to be assisted in his designs by the revolt of those whom the Lord has around him. This arises from the reason given above, for his ministers, being all slaves and bondmen, can only be corrupted with great difficulty and one can expect a little advantage from them when they have been corrupted, as they cannot carry the people with them, for the reasons assigned. Hence, he who attacks the Turk must bear in mind that he will find him united, and he will have to rely more on his own strength than on the revolt of others. But, if once the Turk has been conquered and routed in the field in such a way that he cannot replace his armies, there is nothing to fear but the family of the prince and this being exterminated, there remains no one to fear. The others having no credit with the people, and as the conqueror did not rely on them before his victory, so he ought not to fear them after it. The contrary happens in kingdoms governed like that of France, because one can easily enter there by gaining over some baron of the kingdom, for one always finds malcontents and such as desire a change. Such men, for the reasons given, can open the way into the state and render the victory easy. But if you wish to hold it afterwards, you meet with infinite difficulties, both from those who have assisted you and from those you have crushed. 
nor is it enough for you to have exterminated the family of the prince, because the lords that remain make themselves the heads of fresh movements against you, and as you are unable to either to satisfy or exterminate them, that state is lost whenever time brings the opportunity. Now, if you will consider what was the nature of the government of Darius, you will find it similar to the kingdom of the Turk, and therefore it was only necessary for Alexander, first to overthrow him in the field, and then to take the country from him. After which victory, Darius being killed, the state remained secure to Alexander, for the above reasons, and if his successors had been united, they would have enjoyed it securely and at their ease, for there were no tumults raised in the kingdom, except those they provoked themselves. But it is impossible to hold with such tranquillity states constituted like that of France. Hence arose those frequent rebellions against the Romans in Spain, France, and Greece, owing to the many principalities there were in these states, of which, as long as the memory of them endured, the Romans always held an insecure possession, but with the power and long continuance of the empire, the memory of them passed away, and the Romans then became secure possessors. And when fighting afterwards amongst themselves, each one was able to attach to himself his own parts of the country, according to the authority he had assumed there. And the family of the former lord being exterminated, none other than the Romans were acknowledged. When these things are remembered, no one will marvel at the ease with which Alexander held the empire of Asia, or the difficulties with which others have had to keep an acquisition, such as the Pyrrhus and many more. This is not occasioned by the little or abundance of ability in the conqueror, but by the want of uniformity in the subject's state. End of the Prince by Niccolo Machiavelli